It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Halkren. Today on the podcast, Snapchat goes to the Olympics. Braden Madden joins us to talk a little bit about what this NBC Olympics Snapchat deal means for not only television, but possibly you. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkern coming to you live from the M Live offices here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And yesterday we posted on our Facebook account the uh, story of NBC partnering with the Olympics and partnering with Snapchat. And I brought in uh, Brady, who's one of our account executives here, because he and I have kind of been the, the guys who've been super, super excited about Snapchat. And, and Brady, this story is huge for a couple of reasons. One, and we were just talking a second ago, like this is the first time in the history of NBC having a touch point with the Olympics that they're allowing their content to live elsewhere off of an NBC property, which is, to me, is just crazy. When you talk about disruption, it living on other properties that NBC doesn't own, I think speaks to what you and I have talked about in the disruption of any sort of mass medium, TV, radio, newspaper, whatever. Yep. NBC going, okay, well, we've got to go where the customers are is huge, right? Yep, absolutely. And and so the other part of this deal is, so Snapchat is going to have an ex- not an, a non-exclusive deal. So what's going to happen is NBC and the Olympics are going to partner with Snapchat, so it's going to live in um, two places, and, and you and I are very familiar with this. One is it's going to have its own Discover, right? And then yep. the other, it's going to have a daily live. So if you've not been on Snapchat, there's a, there's a blog post up on the mlivemediagroup.com today that'll be your primer on how to start Snapchat. Because right. I, I think the reason I've got you on here, Brady, is because I think you and I both agree if NBC is going to do this, you're running out of time if you're ignoring this platform. Sure. Absolutely. How long have you been on Snapchat? I've been on Snapchat for probably about a year, I'd yeah. say. And some context, guys, is uh, Brady was one of the first people here in the organization that was working with me to create community filters. We created a bunch mm-hmm. of community filters prior to them kind of opening the floodgate and uh, doing the, the pay-per-play sort of uh, filter, so we'd kind of done our homework. But here's the other part. So it's a non-exclusive deal. What does that mean? Well, that means NBC is going to, um, which they own part of BuzzFeed, if you didn't know that. Jonah Peretti sold a portion of BuzzFeed off to uh, NBC and Universal. And so they, have, they will have some Olympic content that will live on BuzzFeed and BuzzFeed Snapchat channel. So there'll be two touch points on Snapchat proper. They're also working, and they have not firmed these up yet, they're working on deals with Facebook and with Twitter for obvious reasons. One of them, Brady, is... I think, and I've said this on this podcast about 1,100 times, that I, I really feel that Facebook Live is going to be the live streaming version of the future. Like, it, it, I mean, if you look, and I don't know if you saw last week, but again, there was a study out showing that um, uh, this idea of social media churn, which I, I had not seen somebody do study of churn. So the idea of churn is if Brady goes on and he starts an account with whatever, how long till he never uses that account again? And so they studied uh, users and their first week of using said platform and the highest churning platform would be what i believe that was twitter was not twitter very close though it was uh, owned by twitter it was periscope Periscope. right so to my point i I really think that facebook live has killed off periscope and and Mm -hmm. they're going to partner up with some sort of olympic live streaming event Mm -hmm. i'm fascinated uh not only with the fact that that this establishes Snapchat as the third player. And depending on what statistic you look at, Brady, and I know you've seen them, Snapchat is 
at par or just under Facebook usage, depending on the age that you look. Right. And so if you're trying to get younger people into Snapchat, this is a perfect way to do it. Yep, and absolutely. The, the other thing that I'm interested in is will they be doing because one of the things about Olympics is that it, the events go on like all the time right almost mm-hmm. 24 hours a day like will they be conceding some of those events to be live streaming only like will you get it on NBC or the Olympic because they both have pages on Facebook is that where you'll see whatever you know whatever the, sure. the diving event or swimming event or decathlon or whatever thing that they view as the least rated thing yeah. um is that going to end up as a, a live streaming event only and, and what does that do to the tv model you know because you mm-hmm. we've talked around here about august being this really and I, I wonder if this is as i'm thinking this out loud i'd love to get your thoughts i'm wondering if this is is a response to the animal, you know, the dragon eating its own tail. And what do I mean by that? Well, we have talked, and lots of people in media have talked about August 2016 being an absolute vapid black hole if you're trying to get on television, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You've got politics, you've got Olympics, you are not getting, you, you know, your P- Brady's Pizza Parlor ain't getting on TV in August, right? And so right. We, we've had all these conversations about what what is the strategy when, TV is dried up or it's $900 a 30-second spot and, you know, Brady's Pizza Place just can't afford that. Your thoughts on maybe NBC responding to running out of its own inventory? Sure. I think uh, I think it, we're we're going to see from our end a couple of different things. I think number one, we're also seeing as we you know you've talked about on your podcast and different things before, we're starting to see the end of really cable as we know it and really TV as we know it. So I think that we're going to see those type of changes. And I think the other change we're going to see is Snapchat's really going to give the users, people, us, we're going to have more of a personal experience. I mean, it's like you can't, as far as I know, you can't take cameras into the village where the all the Olympians stay. But it's like now that we have all these unique devices that are going to be do they, shared. Do they, do they want us to see what's going on in the village? <laughs> Maybe they don't. The stories I've heard from the village, I'm not really sure they want us to see that. Maybe that was part of the deal. They uh, they want to they get to view the stories first before right. they put it on right. Snapchat. But you know, but to your point, that's one of the powers of Snapchat. It's one yep. of the powers of Yik Yak. It's one of the powers of Whisper. Is this yep. this you know Whisper and Yik Yak are a little bit different in that there's an anonymity, so you're getting an inside look into something sure. um, that doesn't have a name attached to it. So you get a different story. Sure. Some of them aren't as pretty as, as others. But but Snapchat's designed to show you kind of the less glossy back-end version of whatever's happening. And so, yeah, this view of what happens in the village or what happens if you look at um, kind of what Dancing with the Stars does. They actually do a really good job on television. I'm not a mm-hmm. huge Dancing with the Stars fan, but when you think about the way in which media is going, they do a really great job of showing you all of the angles of the show. You yep. see the backstage stuff. You see the competitors cheering for the other competitors, which are things that you normally wouldn't see in a glossy right. ABC, NBC, CBS sort of thing. They have kind of adapted to the way in which people want to consume media. And this Snapchat deal, the Twitter deal, obviously, and the Facebook deal, the Twitter and Facebook, as I said earlier, are not done yet, but they are working on it because I think they want to cover their bases. And to our point, right, they want to go where the users are. 
but for me, and the reason I put Brady on here, because we're both super into this platform right now, for me, I, I think the fact that Snapchat is the first in on this historic deal where NBC is essentially giving up what it's protected mm-hmm. for, what, 56 years, 60 years, yeah, 70, least, 75 years, right? Like, yep. they've protected this forever and ever and ever. And let's not forget, if you're not a student of media, that's okay. There were points in time, guys, where media companies like Universal and Sony and NBC were suing Betamax and were suing VHS because they thought the ability to record these television commercials would be the end of their medium. So they would take them to the Supreme Court. You can type in Google Supreme Court and Betamax and you'll get to read this, the story between Sony and Betamax and, and what happened there. This is an interesting turnaround 30, 35 years later where they're like, okay, well, we've got to ungate we have to ungate everything. This idea of friction is ridiculous. Let's ungate this stuff. And as you said, television and cable changing as we know it, this idea of cord cutting is a big deal. And there may be people that don't even don't even plug in antennas anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, because NBC still could play in in a space where you've got an antenna and you're going to watch some sort of TV. But my guess is you're quite a bit younger than I am, right? Like maybe you're not even plugging in an antenna at this point. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, there's different apps. Like I think you see the sling TVs that are popping up. I think we're going to see more of those. You see a lot at like even CBS for five bucks a month or whatever it is. You can watch any one of their programs. So I think we're only moving further down that line. And you see Fox Now is another great app where they don't charge you anything. You just watch the commercials that were in the show, but you can watch anything you want as soon as it's aired yep. uh, with without an antenna. It's an app. You watch it on your phone, watch it on your device, whatever you want to yep. do. Snapchat being a part of this is just the next iteration of this this disruption and I would I would guess guys and I'm just guessing at this point that soon after this Olympic deal is done or soon before the Olympic deal is done you're going to see a very similar move to what happened with the geo filters started as a free community filter if you could no branding you and I obviously played with some of these right no branding but if you wanted to identify a place in your city like Rosa Park Circle was one of the ones that we did or Mm -hmm. Heartside or whatever um you can do that at no charge. We want to help you do filters for your community. If you want to add a brand to it, okay, now we're going to start about start at $5, and we're going to start charging you based on time mm-hmm. and distance, essentially, square footage. My guess is this deal going through is going to expedite the ability to do advertising on Snapchat, yeah. which I don't know that... Um, I don't know that the timing is quite right, and, and I, I would love to get your thoughts on, on this. Because I find that the way in which the news feed works right now is a little bit cumbersome in that it's like a tsunami. It's much like Twitter in that it's a tsunami of users and a tsunami of stories. And if you just hit play and let it roll through, it's it's pretty quick before you're like, okay, I've had enough of whatever this is. I'm I'm moving on. And until you can kind of curate that experience, I'm wondering what place ads have in stories, which is where I would imagine these would be going next. Sure. Or sponsored stories or whatever they're going to call it, right? Sure. Absolutely. I think there's uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. I just think they don't they haven't perfected it yet. I mean, you see some of the stories as you're as you're, you know, going through them and watching through the uh, the different people that you follow or whatever it is. It's so easy to skip it right now when an ad comes up. You just it's a matter of a tap and then you're moving on. So it's like, do they change that platform? Do they 
Well, it, it, do they change it? And you've see, you've starting to see, and this is one of the, the one of the reasons you can guess that ads are coming is mm-hmm. you're starting to see with the invention of ghost codes or the invention of the the lists. Right? There's a list mm-hmm. called One Thousand Snappers dot com, or Carlos mm-hmm. Gill has made a list uh, where you can find all of these Snapchatters and add them to your thing. Yeah. You've seen now with users kind of hacking the way in which you discover on Snapchat, which has long been the complaint is that mm-hmm. I can't find anybody. Search mm-hmm. is terrible. I don't know where to start. I don't even know how to use it. What's a ghost code? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, you're seeing now with with people hacking into it, you're now starting to see, at least I am, starting to get spam messages, which I'd never got before. You know, mm-hmm. 20% off or 80% off Ray-Bans yep. or whatever you're getting. Yep. Uh, and that's a direct result of ghost codes and, and those sorts of things, allowing people to just find you and start messaging to you. So... Yep. I don't know per se that, uh, to your point, they're going to change anything in the stories and the way in which you get out of them by swiping, you know, upper right to lower left, mm-hmm. or skipping them altogether. I do think though that you'll start to see them in your messages. The idea that sure. Brady, the entity, is going to sell something to me directly, so it makes sure. it feel a little bit more personal, sure. but yeah. likely is probably not going to be that great. I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of the messages that are already happening on Facebook Messenger, yep. but they're, they're not quite there yet. Yeah, still still some challenges with that. They're, I mean, they're very they're very Craigslisty at this point. They're right. not, like I was expecting when bots showed up and we were going to do ads in Messenger that it would resemble more like mm-hmm. the um, newspaper company, I don't remember if it's Germany or Russia, that was running uh, their newsletter through Messenger where they were sending mm-hmm. you stories, something that you would find of value. I have yet yep. to see that happen in Facebook, and I, I think that's <laughs> What you're going to see as we get towards August yep. with this NBC deal, because there's zero percent chance that they're not going to want to monetize or allow it to be monetized right. further than lenses and live stories. Yep. The audience that's going to pour in for exclusive Olympic coverage that's happening on Snapchat in this yep. ephemeral way. Yep, absolutely. I'm going to be interested to see too after the whole Olympics event goes down and using Snap and all that sort of things. Um, I'm really curious to see what type of analytics they start to add into their platform in terms of. Of how many times did my geo filter get used? How many views did I get? You know, there's there's basic stuff now, but seeing what they add in is going to yeah, be and seeing because what we're looking for and what you're referring to is you know when you you buy a geo filter, you get some stuff, but it doesn't tell you what happened with it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it tells you who used the geo filter yep. and heretofore reach right. Yep. That's really. <clears throat> really kind of yep. nimbus kind of weird reach word that doesn't really tell yep. you that they took an action yep. it doesn't tell you that they went to the event that you were at it just said that okay 800 people use it and those 800 people had this many friends so sure. therefore the reach is blah 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 but that doesn't sure. tell you what happened and, and I think that's right. the other part of this that they've got to build out right. is what's ha- what's happening in this ecosystem yep yep we know that the reason the stories stream together is because they wanted to increase the views, the views yep. which they did, right? They went from 4 million last October to 8 million in whatever, February to 10 million, uh, sorry, billion, right? Yep. 4 billion in October, 8 billion in February to 10 billion last month in April. Yep. Um, that's all, a, that 20% growth is a direct result of making the stories stream together. Sure. So what else is happening on this platform? And I think sure. that's, that's the exciting part about NBC coming into the fold and Universal coming into the fold and BuzzFeed being more a part of what's happening in Snapchat. It's not that they're going to give all the keys to this one singular entity, but that when you have a big mass medium like Universal, who if you Google Universal, you'll see how much Universal owns of the media pie, um, and NBC being in here, they're going to want to know 
what what's happening with all of these things. Yep. And and you can you can take your pick of a million people doing podcasts about social media, podcasts about Snapchat, podcasts about ever whatever. Mm-hmm. None of them have been able to find clients that will say what what Discover is doing for them. Sure. Other than X amount of people clicked on it, right? Sure. Nobody is nobody's going, okay, X amount of people clicked on Glamour and then those eight percent of them got a subscription or eighty sure. percent of them saw this or were served this ad or bought this thing. Sure. Because I don't think those things exist for the regular folk yet. Yep, yep. I think uh, I think anytime you get those big players involved, the NBCs and you know the other ones that you mentioned, I think anytime you get those involved, it's like it speeds up the process because they they they're wanting stuff, they're wanting it now, and then they're on such a large platform themselves that Snapchat's going to have to cater to that. And I think one thing, one of the things that's going to happen is that with those geo filters, I think that Snapchat's going to be able to take them and say, here's the entire story of all the people that use that, and we're going to start to see those living on websites i would love to yeah i mean and i think everybody who does a geofilter would love to see that right Mm -hmm. what people because you can see some of them if you're connected to them but otherwise you just get this weird cloud-based number that you don't really know what happened to it and i think that would be a great addition and uh, what will be again another thing to keep an eye out is straight off of the olympics Mm -hmm. you're going to go right into year two of their partnership with the nfl Mm mm-hmm Yep. And the NFL is another heavy hitter that's going to want to see better metrics yep. this year than they did last year. Yep. And as these better metrics come out, you're going to see more and more people diving into the Snapchat pool to play around with. And so that leaves you with what? Okay, well, it leaves you with if you haven't even opened this app yet, now is the time to do that. And like I said, on the MLive Media Group at MLiveMediaGroup.com, uh, we put up a primer of like the first couple things to do when you start a Snapchat account. Because I, I, I'm telling you, and this is why I had Brady on the podcast today, NBC and the Olympics being into this, the NFL being into this, mm-hmm. all of these other players jumping into this, you're running out of time to just pretend it's not really going to be be sticking around for a long time. It, this is different, guys, than Anchor or Musical.ly or any of these other apps that are kind of really in the zygote stage. Like, people are playing with them, but, like, you shouldn't be doing an ad campaign on Anchor yet. Like, there's nothing to do there yet. Yep. Snapchat is way different. Mm-hmm. Ten billion streams a day. Mm-hmm. It, it's time to pay attention. Yep. Time yep. to pay attention. And it's, it's only growing. It's only going faster. And you look at where Facebook was and the time that it took to get to where it's at today. Every platform that comes out after that that's popular is going to happen that Absolutely. much quicker. Absolutely. So really quickly before I let you go, uh, somebody starts Snapchat today. What's your number one tip? Like, I'd what's say the, the first number thing one tip do? is just start using it on a personal level before you start working through your brand. Like, obviously, you're going to have ideas in terms of how to use it for your brand and what you want to do. But I think just get familiar with it on a personal level. Um, understand it, how people use it. Uh, fo- the, you know, the different people that you follow, what are they using? How are they using it? Um, and just get good at it from a user perspective first so that you can really understand what your users or who your brand's users would want to get in front of and what type of content content will be interesting to them and aside from me who's your favorite person on snapchat to follow uh rick ross <laughs> rick, rick, rick ross, ross over dj Khaled. So, really yes. that's your that's your choice <laughs> all right brady thank you for the time my friend absolutely thank as you. always uh brady if they want to get a hold of you where, where do they find you in the social space i'd say uh twitter be b madden 12 um and then on facebook you can search me brady madden and uh same thing with linkedin brady madden no relation to John Madden, by the way, if you're wondering. <laughs> uh, okay, and as always, you can get at me uh, at uh, eric at mlive.com or on Twitter, Facebook, and just about everywhere else at Polymath and Vine. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. This is the Everything is Marketing Podcast.